As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Are you ladies ready? Yes. yes. All right, here we go. It's happening. I know. This is, <laughs> here we go. I'm going to say it one time again. It's my favorite, favorite part. Heather's dancing. She's <laughs> putting on a groove over there. <laughs> hey, ladies. Thank you for coming. Thanks for Join having us, us here. Joanna Hines here. Heather Mackin, the Mac. Oh my God, this is a special episode. I'm gonna actually be official and, and tell everybody what's happening here. We don't have Phil. Phil, Philly Phil couldn't make it because he had a work thing. Um, and so now I'm starting to be a pro in the whole production side of things. The second episode now I've had to do without Phil. But it actually works out perfectly because I think we're gonna do a deep dive into some girly stuff. Actually, it's not girly stuff, right? It's just, dating conversation from the woman's perspective. So that's why, so Joanna and I were gonna do this episode and originally we thought we'd have Phil in here and then I thought, let's get creative. Actually, Joanna's idea, right, is to, let's do a deep dive from the women's perspective and then later we'll follow up with the dude's perspective as well, maybe when Phil gets back. So, and I'm glad, Heather, that you could join us today. So because I'm, I the, think I'm the female Phil. You are the female <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I've realized that in the podcast, the three is the sweet like the sweet combination um for energy and it, i don't think it really is about men and women you know how many guys versus how many girls i think just three people in the conversation at least for me feels like our typical kind of happy hour totally vibe right yeah. so <laughs> we're gonna give that one a try join us Oh my God, it's been so long since you've been here. It is, but I'm back, which <laughs> You're is super back. exciting. You are the first, I, besides Buka, who kind of filled in a lot of times when, when we didn't have a guest, right? If somebody had to cancel or couldn't mm -hmm. make it or something. You're the first like returning guest that I pitched that you agreed to come on. We did unfortunately have to reschedule once, right? Right, um, but we're going but in a totally different tangent, are. which is great. The, I am excited, I'm excited. So Heather, this is how this started. One day, uh, Joanna came in, she was here kind of, not after hours, because we're 24 hours, right? But after, at the end of the day, the end of the day. and we just got to catching up and kind of shooting the shit a little bit and got on the conversation about dating and more specifically online dating because uh, Joyna had just kind of jumped in on that bandwagon. I'd been kind of on and off for a while. Um, and the conversation quickly turned into, oh God, what about, th there's so much to talk about. And finally I was like, stop, let's just stop right here. <laughs> This has to be a podcast conversation. Like I don't even want to finish it because I really wanted it to unfold on the podcast. Couple that with 
this conversation I had this morning. Don't be shy, by the way, Heather. I'm you're sitting there to... with your hands in your oh, lap no, and you're all sweet. I'm waiting. Dear. I'm waiting oh, for my my my, my <laughs> few seconds of time that I spent online dating and to oh, share that wow. story. <laughs> well, so first of all, there is something that has been going on for me in this whole podcast journey. Um, you guys have watched this unfold for last year, right? And it started out with me being like, oh, this is something I want to do and not even knowing what that was going to look like. And it's kind of evolved and through mastermind meetings and all that kind of stuff, I've kind of gotten a direction. One thing that I have been um, a little bit struggling with is I, I want for me, like creatively and personally, this is kind of an opportunity for me to unveil a lot of sides about me that most people don't get to see regularly and it's a vehicle for me to practice getting vulnerable and that's what my intention is for this in, in the sense that this is unfiltered right it's unedited it for the most part it you know we just kind of have happy hour conversations and they end up on the air and a lot of people enjoy the fact that they feel like they're in the room while we're talking but I've been feeling a little bit like an imposter because there have been occasions where there are conversations happening and I have filtered myself a little bit because I have a 13 year old daughter mm. and as I've been Same. going, yeah, <laughs> as I've been going down this road, I've been like, oh, like I'll catch myself catching myself because I'm like, oh, if my daughter heard that, would I be okay with it? And so I feel a little bit of an imposter because I'm like, wow, I'm, but I'm not being vulnerable. I'm not deep, deep diving when I really feel like I want to be. And so I thought, oh, Heather and I talked about a this a little bit. I have to uh, have a conversation with my daughter and just explain to her. So I did this this morning and I just said, look, you know about the podcast. You know that I frequently, when we're with friends, right, we have adult conversations whether it's in the kitchen or in the yard, whatever, over a glass of wine while you kids are out doing your thing. This is the same thing, which means it's not always appropriate for you to listen to, whether it's because there are foul, you know, there's foul language or it's just adult topic or, or whatever. And I said, so I just want you to understand what this podcast is about so that if you do end up listening to it, because I didn't feel, I knew if I just said to her, you can't hear it, you can't hear it. She'd, she'd go be, look for she'd it. She'd go <laughs> like look for it in an hour. She looks at me and she says, <laughs> she puts her arm, her hand on my arm and she says, how cute that you think I actually listen to your podcast. <laughs> I think I originally and said I something like, like that, that to you. <laughs> oh, I said, well, no, it's not even about if you listen to it, but if your friends listen to it or your friend's parents listen to it and you hear, oh, I heard your mom on the podcast the other day and there were some guys in the room and they were throwing the C word around or whatever. I said, it's just more that you have to understand there's content here that's not for your ears, um, but I want to do it and I'm going to do it more authentically. So I had that conversation today and she kind of was like, what ups and, and moved on. And I was yeah. like, great. I'm so learning they don't give perfect. a shit at all. It's true. They don't give a shit. So it's perfect because now I feel like today especially I can dive in as deep as I want and we can have a really <laughs> great conversation about how fucking sucky it is to date <laughs> and I don't know if it's sucky in Sonoma County if it's sucky in Petaluma I don't know it's me like I really don't know I'm I I need all the information I need all of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I need a glass of wine 
Yeah. And now you've released the only shackles that you've had mm-hmm. on yourself to yes. be able to go there. And I'm a little bit scared shitless now because I, t- I really did take away my last excuse to be real. So, well, I have to bring say, it. welcome, vulnerable Danielle. <laughs> welcome. I'm a little scared. It's about time. <laughs> I mean, you guys have seen a side of me that most people on the podcast haven't. No, which or is why it makes it makes yeah. this conversation really magical yeah. too. Is that we're we're just we're not going to be superficial this Mm-mm, time. It's like right. no, let's just be ourselves. Let's be authentic, and let's see where it goes. Yes, <laughs> for sure. So, I want to hear. Uh, so, dating specifically online. Here mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. Uh, I think we're going to talk about Hinge probably more than some of the other platforms, mostly because. Well, I don't know actually, so is, Heather. What you do? This will actually be a learning episode for, for you, me yeah. because. I I used OkCupid like I don't know seven years ago or something. My one stint at uh, online dating, online dating, and um, I haven't done it outside of that. I do it the old-fashioned way. I meet people at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> at the awesome dive bars in downtown Petaluma. The donkey hashtag. Don- is it roaring donkey? It's roaring it's donkey. Hashtag, roaring yeah. donkey. Um, and Joyna, you're doing a little of both, right? Or you were? Yeah. Well, I, I guess backtracking a little bit, I took a two and a half year hiatus from dating. I was like, I need to work on myself because the men that I'm drawing to me are not quite what I'm looking for. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. So I took a long time to really just do a lot of soul searching and and changing and shifting, which was great. And then I finally got to a point where like, okay, I'm ready to get out there. Now I need to have sex. (laughs) <laughs> well, was yeah, yeah we're definitely itching yeah. for that. I'm like, oh, man. I actually took a vow of celibacy. Oh, so shut up. I did. I took this amazing um, uh, sex and communication uh, day long meditation retreat at Spirit Rock, and uh, with a I teacher. I love that place. Yeah, with a teacher of mine from LA who's just awesome, and um, it was like half the room was punk rockers, so it was totally my vibe. Oh, nice. But I, I recognized a few things, same thing, Joyna, that I was just really attracting just the same shit over mm-hmm. and over again. And really it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. It's not them. It's, it's absolutely not them. Not them. Exactly. Us. So I'm like, <laughs> I need a reset, man. And at first, the first time I did it, it lasted three months and I went back to same one. And uh, and then I had a reset again. I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, now I know what this feels like. And and it was so much better. I felt like so in control of mm-hmm. what, nope, I know what I want and don't want now. Mm-hmm. So do you think that there's value? Because I, I did something seriously. In being celibate? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and no, in the fact that if you go through that same process, but you don't do it as a deliberate measure. So for me, for example, I went through a really difficult divorce and I there was a lot of sexual issues that I had both in that marriage, coming out of that marriage, and as I look back, even prior to that. So mm-hmm. I did not, when I went through that divorce, I didn't have a, a thought in my head that was like, you just need to stay away from dudes, you need to stop, like you need to be celibate. I was so damaged that sex or intimacy or boyfriends or dating never even entered my thought process. I never said, I don't want to date. I just did not want, I didn't look in the direction nor did I eat the thought ever enter my mouth or my mind yeah. about being with somebody for 
two almost two years yeah. almost two years and so i'm wondering if like i didn't choose to like be celibate to work on myself i did a shit ton of work on myself in that point out of survival i agree and yeah. so me, i went through yeah. the same process it was almost like the light switch turned off yes the, exactly the somebody switch, turned off the somebody light somebody turned it off and for me it was to the as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Point where I couldn't even drink alcohol. Like alcohol would make me feel like puking. And I was like, what's going on? So I couldn't, same thing. I couldn't even see men. When people were like, you should get out and date. I was like, that's the last that, uh, thing yeah. I can do right now. Well, that's where I'm I at could, right now. Yeah. That is the last thing I'm interested in right now. I think you... <laughs> That is so weird to me. Well, I, I, it's I'll not say, weird to me. It's not weird to I'll me. Because we're not, talking about having guns. Because I had a similar divorce where there was sexual issues. There was uh, just a lot of oppression that came out of mm -hmm. that. So coming out the other side of that, I did the exact opposite. And I like hoed myself out. Yeah. And that was, you know, a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, no, it wasn't me. It was whatever was between us. It wasn't me. Like I got this down. And it was a survival strategy too. Yeah. And and it wasn't until later that I realized, well, you know what? That's not healthy behavior either. Okay. Stop right there. Yeah. Why was it not healthy? I mean, I yes, I I know now <laughs> like we I guess intellectually we probably know how that could potentially not be good behavior. But it's, it's the did who you and the think, when. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Did you think it was not healthy because you were sleeping with dirtbags, or was it not healthy because you were just sleeping around? In which case, I might argue. Yeah, that, no, why it's is definitely it's definitely was a a who and a when, not a what. So the sleeping around, I have no problem. There's no slut shaming here. Have as much sex as you want. It's the choices that we pick of the people we right. choose to be with, mm. and are those appropriate choices? And, and for a period of time, no, they were not appropriate choices. They were not in circumstances where I was thinking, you know, mindfully about the choice. Um, so it, the behavior around it was, yeah. not, was not healthy. That makes sense. A while ago, I actually termed it junk food sex. It's totally junk where food you sex. You really, really want it and you crave it, and I then mean, you feel Mexican shitty food afterwards. Junk food? Yeah, or <laughs> not necessarily. Or not necessarily. you just go, that was yummy. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But is it something that you want all the time? No. No, I no. want I, a 10 yeah, I would argue, meal. I'd yeah. argue that. Yeah. Sometimes I just want junk food. Oh. Oh, yeah. But all the time? Uh, well, I might be growing yeah. up a little bit now. Yeah. I So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I yes, I did the opposite of Heather. I ran from intimacy and and phys- both physical and emotional. And then I met a person. Literally, it wasn't even like I I, I was at a party with a bunch of couple friends, which is what my life is. It's, it's so bullshit, but basically all of my friends are a part of a couple. They all feel sorry for me. <laughs> they always invite me everywhere and I'm always a single person. We went to a party. I met somebody randomly. We didn't actually even reconnect for a couple of weeks later. And then I was like, oh, hello. What the (laughs) fuck just happened? More please, more please. And two years later, (laughs) I'm still like, more please. Yeah, so I don't know. None of, I guess, as goes with the rest of my life, these choices probably haven't been deliberate and they've kind of just unfolded in front of me. That's changing. Now I'm starting to kind of, you know, I went from one extreme to the other and now I'm starting to swing toward the center of like, okay, what, what is interesting me to me in a more, you know, global view, not just, you know, being satisfied physically, but like what else can come with that person who's satisfying me physically, you know, I'm kind of done with the, Mm the rotation the roster i had a conversation with (laughs) with andy the other day too about a similar thing because we were talking about online dating and you know and i don't do it i'm I'm scared of it i had funny stories that came out of it that are now part of my anecdotal yeah you know who i am but like to do it now like yeah no i'm not interested if i met somebody organically somewhere great i would totally be open for that but what but if you met somebody online that was great they they absolutely could be i i guess where there's some um there's a paradigm that needs to be shifted for me mm. so the idea of going someplace to go look for a partner whatever partner means for you if it's just a right. sex partner or a life partner or anywhere in between the idea of going someplace to look for that just feels like ain't nobody got time for that Mm. if it happens organically great but in my life where i'm at right now i just i don't have that extra bandwidth bandwidth. i don't care enough so it's a bandwidth issue and yeah and you're not it's not a priority for you to find a partner right now so right if if the magic partner came around either for sex life or anything in between awesome Mm -hmm. that'd be great but i yeah, I don't have the bandwidth to go look to search for it. for it. I think it ties into two really important points too. One is that whatever you believe will work or won't work, you're right. <laughs> if you think online dating will work, it will work. It will yeah. work. If right. you believe it will never work, which that's something I've been juggling with, then it won't work. You know, I've but, been to several weddings with people yeah, who met online. Yeah, my brother is married to someone he met yeah. online dating. You know, and it, like there are people. I have really good friends that have met online, and it works for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So the bigger question for you. Joyna, is is it working for you? Because you, I, I'd love for you if you're interested to share this most recent experience that you had with, with. Oh, it happens to be with Hinge, right? But right. I mean, it it could be any Maybe particular. Maybe you guys can also like, like tell me what these different apps are. are nowadays. Right. Like, why so there's Hinge a lot. Over? There's a lot of different apps out there, right? And then the latest one is Hinge, which their motto is basically something along the lines of, "We exist so that 
you don't come back or something like we want you to meet in person so that back. you don't need this app <laughs> so right. that you can delete our our goal is for you to, to delete this app oh i found mm-hmm. hinge just That's through cute. somebody from san francisco who was like this is the app that everybody in san francisco is using well, i'm gonna mm-hmm. download it right now Which, then while you're talking uh, <laughs> I, I would caution you on that because right, I, so here's something interesting <laughs> i'll wait for the story <laughs> to be continued yes so again this really ties into the the two belief camps right the one where it says online dating works for me and the other belief camp online dating doesn't work for me and whatever camp you're in you're going to find excuses and justifications of why you're right sure camp of course so i will admit i've been on the skeptical side of online dating doesn't work for me and i'm trying to be open-minded i'm trying to be curious and trying to just go out there and meet people um but here's a story to not really support that um (laughs) so i was telling danielle a few weeks ago that they're I've been quite picky, so I went to dinner with one of my best friends one night, and I handed her my phone and said, I want you to just swipe. You know, I'm too picky. We had a yeah, few glasses of wine. And that's she a fun just, game, actually. That's yeah, a really great. good adult game. That's great. So she Pass said yes around. to a bunch of people, <laughs> a bunch of guys, and one of them ended up responding, saying, oh, I think you're cute, and I like that you're a coach. I'm also a coach. In fact, I'm a dating coach. Um, and I didn't quite respond. But then I thought about it and said, you know, I may not want to date him, but I'm curious enough to know what kind of coaching he does. And he's local. And I just want to know. So we met for coffee and hit it off. It was fantastic. He actually was really attractive in wonderful ways. Um, And I discovered his In wonderful ways, code for I wanted to bang him. Yes, totally. (laughs) I was like, hello. (laughs) Take me now. But he's polyamorous, which is not a bad thing at all. That's totally fine. For me, it's a new frontier of, I don't know anything about this. I haven't tried it, and it makes me feel uneasy. Sure. So he um, is a dating coach that helps men to date with integrity, hmm. which is a really which nice We need class. a lot of those That's in the world right now. huge. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. huge. So I asked a lot of questions I'm about I'm going to be taking notes, by the way, because <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know all about the polyamory stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and I asked him about polyamory, and we ended up, Um, scheduling a time to go hiking together so I could really pick his brain for five hours. But the interesting point to loop this back is that he's been a coach for dating for eight or nine years and he's worked with a lot of top executives from Tinder, from other dating apps. And he's like, Joanna, I hate to break it to you, but dating apps, what is their main goal? What do you think is the main goal of a dating app? To keep you coming back. Yes, to make money, mm-hmm. to make a shit ton of money. Right. So if you leave the app, they're not making money. Of course. So the way that it's created on an app, especially when you're cr- selecting your preferences, is that you will never be matched ever with the person you are compatible with. You will be. You will be matched That's with bullshit. someone that might be attractive, but not close enough and distant. Is there nothing pure and good in this world? (laughs) Jesus. Or or you might be matched to someone that has all these things you're looking for, but they just don't look quite attractive. And so you're yeah. going to always get maybe 70 or 60% of what you're looking for. Do you think this is for. really true and po- like possible? I guess it is. Like, 
if okay if the intention of a dating app is to make money no that they can actually accomplish this i guess through oh, algorithms, algorithms right totally algorithms. yeah totally yeah, yeah oh, if you fuck, if your algorithm bullshit. is bullshit. don't match anything <laughs> higher than 70 percent. Right? so he said joina you will never ever come across the person you're compatible with so all the people who are marrying or getting together with their life partner are get, are settling possibly oh, no or no. they're expanding lowering their expectations no no not necessarily because you go into it with you only know what you know right so when you're looking for these are the expectations or these are the things that i'm looking for in a partner you don't know what you don't know exactly so and until the you algorithm meet, doesn't know what you don't know exactly so if you can meet someone who who fits you know a good majority of what you're looking for but you might find out things that oh but this goes back no to the conversation that, that we list. had you and i heather on our uh, in another episode about 10 out of 10 boxes checking I, off the boxes well mm. and i also recognize there were several boxes i had when i was younger that do not give i don't give a shit about those boxes anymore and heather you also mentioned you don't know what you don't know right there are there are hidden boxes you don't even know exist <laughs> i love how joyna always gets, like brings us down to the coaching level you know i as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I'll, I'll try no, and no, unplug no, no. that. I love but, that about you. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. There are true. things we don't know that we don't yeah, know. Yeah. And I've, okay. I've experienced that a lot from the online dating. So I've been yeah. on different I didn't know I, I loved like there. fully shaved men until I, I knew. Yeah, not my thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is the thing? Great. Mm -hmm. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, but here's, but I'm going to say all of this with a huge disclaimer. I'm in the camp of believing that online dating doesn't work. Still? So I'm, yeah, I, I still am super skeptical of it. Okay. So I, because the, the two boyfriends that I've had, I've met organically. I've met through right. friends or I've met through interests. Can we, can we just like, hello, put like a little flag on that? Two boyfriends. Like ever in your life? Yeah. I and mean, I'm not that I've slept with more than two. I apologize yeah. because that came off as if I was judging you for no, that. And that is not what was happening there. No, I just totally fine. I love it because it's not. It's not common. It's not. Our it's not the normal sex and love addiction that is right. You know, most of America. Right. I mean, and I love it because that gives you another perspective. That's true. So wait, can we this 
polyamorous man that we're talking about, can we give him a fake name just so that we don't have to keep calling him polyamorous man? Well, because we're going to keep so, circling back to him. Oh, I'm so tempted to give his how about, like, online name, and I don't want. No, him. don't no, do that. Don't do that. Um, let's give him. Okay, how about Daniel? How about you name him? I'm going to name him. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Let's give him a character name, uh, Mr. Big, like some from Sex of the City. Oh, okay. okay. Call him Big. All right. Call him big. And also because I saw the word big up on that whiteboard <laughs> over there. We Better than healthy him, habits. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's call him big. That was for me. Call him big. And this is so funny. Disclaimer by no, by no means do I actually know whether or not this guy is we wor- don't know. worthy of that. We don't know. You and don't it's, know either. It's interesting because I had one epic hike with him where we talked about a lot of different things. He came to penis me. size never came up. His no, penis came never came out of his pants ever? No. We didn't even hold hands or, or anything. Oh my God, Jordan, you are and so then, strong. And then he ghosted me. <gasps> Fuck you! What are you a serious? dick. Seriously? I was Asshole. Like, oh, dating Big, with you integrity? Suck. Hold How on. How is that dating with integrity? Wait, yes. Hold on. <gasps> so the thing is, he mentioned briefly he's on these dating apps for research. Oh, and asshole. I thought, oh, I'm sorry, no. but that's no, that's not integrity. That is it not integrity at all. And again, that's my own perception. But here, I need to, I need to. Add Your own a perception? Bit. Did he call I'm, you back? No. Did he, he reach did out to you? Me. No. Okay, that's ghosting. That's not perception. Yeah. It's totally ghosting. But I'm also which I just learned was a thing in adult life. For those of you podcast listeners that don't understand what ghosting is, it's basically essentially someone that shows super interest. They're really into you. Yep. And then it's a silence. Mm-hmm. And just happened have, to me last week. Have no idea. <laughs> yeah, no explanation, no nothing. I thought that. So I've heard of this. It's never happened to me before last week. <laughs> but I thought that and it wasn't sure it was a real thing. But then if it was, I thought this is a high school thing or maybe a college thing, not something that happens in like grown up world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want to add a little bit to that before we go back to the online dating, because I think this is a very important point. So last month, I took a break from the online dating. I went to a one week coaching intensive camp because I was so looking forward to it. And there were people from all around the world. And I met a man that we both completely completely fell head over heels like for each other i i wish that the the listeners could see like i know like heather and i both looking at each other with these big giants and i wish you could see like the joy on joyna's face it went like so this amazing italian man Ooh, italian amazing we're gonna call him claudio (laughs) claudio claudio and so may have been a conflict of interest this was a one week a one week thing and it was like middle school kind of like looking at each other looking away feeling so insecure and I just went one day and I was like I can't do this anymore and I just went up to him and said I like you I want to know more about you can we have dinner together oh my god see I love that that is like so and then and I let's just say I broke the seal and it was incredible. Oh, you know what happens Good when you break girl. the seal? God damn it, you gotta keep breaking it every hour. Well, it's, so, I mean, it was fine. It was totally like, okay, you know, what? Th- that's not the point. The point is, <laughs> <laughs> the point oh, is, sweet, I met this person in real life and I, I don't know how to quite express this in, okay, let's see if I can do this in a podcast. Imagine that there's a graph and it goes from zero to 100, you know, like mm-hmm. a bar chart. The online dating for me has been like at the 20 and 30% bar of like, oh, these are nice people. That's actually pretty high. They're nice people. Yeah. I would go on a second date kind of thing. But when you meet someone in real life, it's like 99% of like, whoa, 
I get that connection with you. <laughs> I feel something. Yeah. And our intention of meeting each other wasn't about dating. Right. So I think that's the thing that really gets me with online dating is it's you know what you're there mm -hmm. to meet that's, each other with. That's right. precisely my point. Yes. Is that you're going there to f look for something. And I just yeah. don't have the space to add yet one more task in my I, life. I mean, I don't disagree with you guys. So I have, this is so funny. I also have experimented with Hinge. So I have, there's two dating apps on my phone, Bumble and Hinge. Mm -hmm. Bumble's probably been on there for a year plus. Hinge, maybe a little bit less. I, it's so funny because I get notifications, notifications, and I don't look at them. Every now and then I'll be out with my girlfriends, right? And and we'll be like swiping left and right or whatever. And they're having a lot of fun because they're all married and they're like perfect little white picket Well, they fence. get to live they're, through right, you. Right, totally. get to live through so you. So they're doing what you mentioned and they're kind of picking people for me and yes, no, yes, no, all this kind of stuff. I don't actually engage with them. I have, in full disclosure, engaged with a handful over the last year none of which have gone anywhere and nor was I completely enthusiastic about it probably for the same reasons like I am you guys know me I'm a person that connects deeply in person mm -hmm. and I walk in and I'm like that person I that person I can get along with whether it's a man or a woman I'm looking for a part it, it's not about who I'm looking for it's just like I see people and right yeah so yeah. but I do have to tell you the other day I can't believe we're gonna say this on the podcast I was with somebody and I <laughs> was showing him my phone. I don't know why I haven't turned off my notifications because I never look at them. I was showing him something on my phone and, and notifi a notification <laughs> came up from Hinge. We think you and so-and-so are perfectly compatible. You should meet. <laughs> and I was like, oops, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> I'm just going to swipe that one back up by the way. Anyway, I do go on Hinge. I've had a really uh, recent, in the last couple of months, very bizarre experience, which will probably limit me, uh, it will probably eliminate, eliminate online dating for me forever. Hmm. And uh -oh. it's been since you and I spoke. Um, oh, this is new for me then. Do I know this? I don't, did, you, did I talk to you about Superman? Oh, well, no, that wasn't my... Superman was a conversation I had with somebody on a podcast, whatever, Andy. but I didn't tell a lot of detail. But basically, oh, yes, because I was like, he's he was, a unicorn. He was fake, right? <laughs> so, and we'll get back to polyamory on this point right here. Remind <laughs> me, let's put a pin of in unicorns. that. Of unicorns. Let's put a pin in that. Yeah. Um, but basically what I was saying was, like, he matched with me. I looked at the pictures. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I've never seen anybody so, so beautiful fake. in my life. So he, the first hour, he was kind of like, why, why are you here? Because I'm looking for a real relationship. And if you're not, that's totally great. But I'm, I'm kind chatting? of out. Was this was texting? chatting through the app oh, at this it, point. Um, and I was like, well, God, I've never heard that before. Like, <laughs> weird. Okay. So I kind of just, I dove in a little. I, I tend to like just dip my toe in and be like, because mm -hmm. in general, I'm skeptical about everything. You're testing the waters. And so I'm like, oh, he seems to be like doing all the right things. So, and he's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on the planet. So I'm like, all right, maybe <laughs> like is on my side and I'm going to meet the most handsome dude ever. Needless to say, as this progresses and then we get off the app and on regular texting and actually on 
uh, WhatsApp, which was my first clue that, okay, there's some, something oh, weird. Oh no. So anyway, this progresses and progresses until the point where I'm like, I don't even think this guy's a real person. Like not for real, but a real person. Like who? So, okay, time out, time out. My guess, Heather, we're gonna do quick guesses. My guess is this is someone who's in prison, <laughs> who has no access to actually the outside world. But how does he have access to Hinge? Joina, if you saw the picture, cell phone. the second she showed the picture, I was like, are you serious? That's totally <laughs> fake. I mean, it was almost like one of the, the stock photos oh that goodness. is inside like picture frames when you first buy them. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's how beautiful he was. We call him Superman because there is actually one picture on his app. And by the way, he connected me with his Instagram right away. So then that kind of threw me off. I'm like, oh, he's willing to actually show me his Instagram. So he you had know, a fake maybe. Instagram too. Shut the fuck up. We stop. So you're fake. gonna ruin wow. my party. You're gonna ruin my party. Okay, hold on. So and he had a Superman shirt on. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this goes over. I don't know, a couple of weeks or so, and then finally, I'm like, I know the podcast listeners can't is, see it. Can, can I see that? I <laughs> Oh, the picture? Yeah. No, because I, since okay. then, I'll, I'll get to that point. Okay. You can't because I can't access them anymore. <laughs> but you could probably get to his Instagram. So, oh, I could do that. Um, I, I'm, st now that I'm starting to get skeptical, I'm like, all right, there's something weird here. So I decided I'm going to see, like, I'm like, all right, you, okay, here's why it was weird. He was saying all the right things. And then within days, he's telling me he wants to move here. He loves me. He want like all of this stuff. Is it one of stuff. the um, Moroccan marriage? Ugh, there's I don't, a whole I'm, thing. The Moroccan husband like, marriage but thing. He, this is where he throws me off. He's when I met him. I look. You know how you can see the location. He was in San Francisco, um, and then over the, the next couple of days, he told me what he did and all the stuff. And then he went. He lives in Michigan. He just happened to be in San Francisco. So already I'm like, well, this is never going to work because I'm not sure. going to Michigan. Mm -hmm. Geographically undesirable. Uh, exactly. Um, I decided at one point I was finally like, we need to talk on the phone. Like, and he kind of kept pushing me off and pushing me off. And he like, you know, all the stuff, all the reasons why he couldn't talk on the phone. So I was like, all right, I'm out till we can talk on the phone. So then he circles back a few days later and he's like, I'm ready to talk on the phone now. Do you want to talk? So I go into this fancy ass phone booth we have in the back room here and I'm like, I call him. He, I, I don't know where he lives. I, I was like, wait a minute, you said you, cause he's from Germany, but now he lives in Michigan. He grew up in, or he, he moved to Michigan when he was 22. All this, I'm trying to put all the data points together and I'm like, you, he could barely speak English. Definitely not a German accent. And when I say barely speak English, part of that is, and there's no judgment to real people who have disabilities, but I, I was like, he's, he, he's stuttering, but not stuttering because he has enough, like a problem, but because he can't, he can't get the right word. I don't know. I feel like he doesn't know the right word to say in English. I guess. Anyway, long story short, I was like, this guy's bullshit. He's total, he is a fraud. Like he has stolen somebody's Instagram He's on Hinge, so now I'm pissed at Hinge because this is this was the final straw. I talked to him, I thought, something's weird, I'm listening to my gut. I look on the app, because at this point we had been off the app. The app still says that he's in San Francisco, but he's telling me he's in Michigan. And mm. all this stuff's happening, so I just, I'm like, I'm out, I'm out. I close it, I, then he's like DMing me on on Hinge, on my text, on on Instagram, 
Like, mm. where are you? I miss you, blah, 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 blah. In the meantime, all throughout this, I had been talking to my friend Catherine in New York and I'm telling her about her. The day after I talked to him on the phone, I'm like, there's something weird. She sends me a screenshot of her phone on another dating app that she's on and it's him I with a different name. That's interesting. He's stealing people's it, profiles. Well, that's catfishing. Right. And so that, that happened also, to me. That to me signifies or uh, I'm pissed at him. I'm not pissed at him. He's a no, but I whatever. think when people actually meet someone, their profile doesn't get deleted. You're still actually seeing them too, which makes it perhaps easy to steal those profiles. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, that was that was my last hinge. I was like, all right, wow. I'm out. I Crazy. Don't, I don't yeah. know Superman. that that's I don't know that that's any particular app's fault though. Well, I'm going to stand up for tech here and just say no, that, the like, they can't, location. they don't, but they don't know. I mean, obviously, if that's, if he hacked into somebody else's account and took that over or whatever, mm. then he can make, it can maintain what it is. How did he take over that guy's Instagram? Maybe it's fake. Maybe he made it up. Maybe the question is, what, this is where I'm like, part of me, believe it or not, is still a little bit innocent that this stuff doesn't really happen in real life. And I'm but like, Danielle, really? it was also maybe getting curious of like, what drew you into this guy? Oh, he was, oh, he was hot. so hot. <laughs> it was, it was it like was purely superficial. When I said, <laughs> when no I first saw the that. picture and said he was fake, it was almost it was like, nobody is that beautiful. Come on. Uh, obviously there is. I think <laughs> I, so. But here's one thing that I did figure out with those pictures they all look like stock photos. What what he was doing, and this is interesting. This is a part of the puzzle I can't really put, fit together. I noticed if you look really closely at all the pictures, he had a remote, and in his hand he was taking these professional photos of himself, like you know, standing in front of the. I think fancy my favorite car, was he was on like, the beach. I don't know. There was one though that I was like, okay, I know this guy's real because it was, you know, when you wake up in the morning, <laughs> this happens to everybody, and they all have the wake up face, mm -hmm. like where your your skin's a little bit puffy and your eyes are a little bit puffy and it's super sexy, right? <laughs> if you're sleeping next to him, he had that face in the picture, and I'm like, oh no, this is totally real. Look, he just woke up and took a picture of his face, and he looks fucking hot. <laughs> I literally, it was like the bottom half of my body following that 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 path and mm -hmm. but I was like oh my god I'm as I always thought I was a smart person I'm as susceptible as the little old granny who just got a phone call from somebody in wherever saying wire me it's humbling thousand dollars it is humbling super yeah humbling it's super humbling because for Mr. Mr. Big Mr. Big right let's go back to Mr. polyamory even uh, though I want to know more about polyamory. I know deep down inside of me I'm not polyamorous I want to explore monogamy in all of its facets right that weekend I went to a bookstore looking at all the different books on polyamory to figure out am I polyamorous <laughs> what is this all about could what, I were you be trying polyamorous? To say, were you trying to find out are you polyamorous or do I want to be polyamorous do I want to be because I was so attracted to this guy I was like Whoa, I'll do anything I will do anything I to think understand it's the, what am I missing out on like really interesting okay what is this and yeah. it really was curiosity of yeah. like okay for him I mean the thing is Mr. Big he grew up in a Mormon family well, that's oh. why he's stuff. <laughs> that's not a far reach. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. But he's like, I've been monogamous. I've done all these different things. And now for me, I know polyamory is what works for me. 
And it kind of shook and rattled my bones a bit of like, whoa, you know, I've been playing it safe for so long, you know, two boyfriends and I can count all the people I've slept with on, you know, two hands. That's it. I was like, maybe I got to shake up my life. Maybe I got to try different things. And same thing with you, Danielle. The gut reaction is like, "Mm, are you sure? Yeah. I don't yeah. know about this. But you and I had a little bit of a, we don't, we, this is where we kind of stopped our conversation that right. day because we were talking about, for example, polyamory versus non-monogamy. Ver, like there are, so, and this is where I will just throw out there that I'm very ignorant. I'm very curious. I'm like you, I'm very curious because I do believe for me, and I don't know what it means, but for me, the traditional white picket fence, like, 1950s American, which seems to be still in ni- in 2019, at least in Sonoma. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that I don't think that that relationship works for me. But I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know if it means non-monogamous. I don't know if it means polyamorous. Maybe it just means that we have separate schedules and we, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. We mark on the calendar the days I mean, that we're gonna have sex. I don't know what such that means. A spectrum. Now. So, but I'm so curious because you got you probably you said you dove in with him on like what does polyamory mean, right? And then first I, of all, what is the difference between that and non-monogamous? Because there is a difference, didn't you say to me? It, more in maybe the mindset around it or the right. So the basic things is polyamory is like the umbrella. Okay, and I'm. Truly I feel, sorry. By the way, I feel embarrassed because I'm. I sh- maybe I should know all of this information. I don't. No, but I, don't I don't know. And I'm, all I'm, of again, it. I'm putting a disclaimer of like I'm really yeah. sorry that I'm. I'm not polyamorous right now, or may- maybe I will be someday. Who knows? But I, I'm trying to express this based on books that I've read. So for those of you listening that are polyamorous, non-monogamous, you know, have these different things. Please forgive me in my own ignorance as I explain this. <laughs> You're so awesome. I have so much I to know, learn right? from you. Totally. Okay. I just, I just know, I don't know everything and I never will. But from what I understand from reading different books and from talking to Mr. Big is that polyamory is a big umbrella term that includes all these different components sure. okay. of, you know, monogamy to non-monogamy to polyamory to... I don't know. Open marriages. Open marriages to, I don't know, triage. Who knows? I'm getting the words butchered. But he says, for him, it was more about non-monogamy of, I have a girlfriend, I really love her, and, and I also like the freedom of connecting with other women because what happens is that when I meet or when I'm with another woman connecting in a sexual way, it gets me excited of something new that I can bring back to the relationship. Okay, that's very hot. From a sexual from a sexual standpoint yes. it is, but for me to be that other person that is basically being the fluffer number two for another relationship, right. so I will never something. be a number two. So here's something. The the, book, I do feel there's, that there's, way. there's a book called Ethical Slut. I can't remember the author. Oh my God, I need to read that book. That's amazing. Well, put that hold in on. So this is a whole book written by two women that are non-monogamous, polyamorous, that write wonderful things. They've been coaches for a long time. Guess how many pages are dedicated to the other? What do you mean the other? The third person, the person that's coming in, in not okay. so many, two pages, yeah, out really? of like four hundred, yeah, they're they're inconsequential, they're they're pawns. These are the people that, oh, I cannot wait for part two of this podcast. <laughs> I I'm going to throw this out there to people who are listening and to you guys. 
I'm deliberately doing this with just Joyna and Heather because part two of this episode is going to be from the male perspective and I'm going to just whatever throw it out there Andy who seems to have a lot of knowledge just in general about everything in the world also has knowledge about this and I want the guy's perspective on this and and so anyway here's also something that I want to check because this is something that feels true for me I want to check with both of you sex in in its components right my understanding is or and, and my experience has been that men are able to compartmentalize you know sex can be just sex or sex can be emotional Whereas for me, an emotional connection with the sex makes it that much oh, better. Oh, for sure. Mm. I, do, I think it makes it better, what you just said. An emotional connection brings it to another level. It doesn't necessarily mean I have to have an emotional connection. True. But it's a completely different experience. True, but if I'm thinking about long-term goals for myself, right. I want to be with a partner that we are emotionally connected mm-hmm. so that the sex just goes out the roof Instead of just like, okay, I'm fucking you right now. Right. And I don't think for sure. Like I've had great like stranger sex in quotation marks where it's just, you know, nothing that's going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And it's been hot on its own um, accord. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, but it's, I no going into it, it's, there is no vulnerability. There is no emotionality to it. Yeah, but, and that in of itself is hot. But don't you think in that, po- in that moment, you're like, oh, this is so crazy hot. And then isn't there a part of you because you're a woman who, who says, oh my God, if it's so hot in the bathroom of this skeezy bar, <laughs> can you imagine how what great would our future it would look be like behind that we were picket actually fence? Emotion- <laughs> no, not the picket fence, but if we had some sort of emotional connection, can you imagine the next level? Um, I'm pretty intense, so usually there's an emotional connection, yes. But um, I don't think that, I don't know, I would, I would challenge that there has been times when I've been able to compartmentalize as well. And it's not a challenge, it's more a question of like, how do you 
How what, do you? What is your perception of men versus women in sex? And I know that's a huge, that could be like five podcasts worth of material there. <laughs> um, I mean, if I generalize, I would absolutely agree with you. But I happen to, as I've shifted in the who I attract in my life and understanding what I want from a partner, be it a sex partner or a life partner, anywhere in between, that um, that's shifting for me. So I'm... I'm attracting people who are much more in touch with their emotionality and that physical connection and the chemistry between us and that it isn't just physical. Mm. Um, so that's shifted for me a lot in the last 10 years, a mm -hmm. lot. Um, yeah. And if I'm out searching to your point earlier about whatever you're looking for, you will find that. Yeah. If I am looking for that intimacy, in that way, which that's what I, I feel like that is, mm -hmm. um, that I'll find that. I'll totally find that. If I am not, and there's been times I was not looking for intimacy, I was looking for something totally different, <laughs> um, I can find that too. Mm -hmm. Well, that is so, I have to say, just on that note, it surprises me when <laughs> men and Maybe it's maybe it's the men I surround myself with. I'm not sure, and I'm I'm trying not to be judgmental by any means. But it surprises me that they don't realize how easy it is the sex part, like finding somebody to just get to bang. Like if I need to get banged, <laughs> it honest to God, I could walk out of here and it's going to happen. And like within the next thirty minutes, I'm going to have somebody. It's not that hard. It's mm. probably not hard for you or for you or for me or for men. That's not the hard part. It does surprise me still that there are guys out there that I'm running into who think that my being interested in them means my wanting to have forever with them and I don't want to have sex well, or I can't have sex with anybody else. That's our society. It's bullshit. Like if mm. I totally look at, if I'm if I'm with a and, and let's be honest, I am a fucking awesome at sexting right now like <laughs> i never in my life thought i was gonna be a good sexter i'm good i can do it in english and in spanish which is like that should go on my resume my can you do it in or something that's <laughs> incredible i but the i if i'm getting all hot and bothered because somebody's been sexting me for a day and i'm like dude at some point you need to put up or shut up and he's i can hear it like in his head he's like oh i'm getting like she's gonna wait for me, she's gonna wait for me and I'm gonna push her off and it's gonna be tomorrow or it's gonna be Sunday or whatever. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm gonna go to McGuire's on Friday <laughs> at 11.05 and there's gonna be seven of them standing in line and I'm just gonna pick one. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what's gonna happen. I, d I don't know why I just ended up down <laughs> Anyway, yeah. polyamory. Yeah. I think, so Joanna, let's go back to Mr. Big. Right. And your experience, not him in particular, but now you've read the books you've talked to somebody who's involved in it who's ghosted you by the way suck mine mr big because you're an ass right what are you open to this idea that forget polyamory specifically but like something different than what you thought was because i get the impression and please correct me if i'm wrong but okay so you had a limited number of like real and you know relationships you had some sexual relationships, but there's a picture that has at least up until recently been in your head of like what your 
relationship life is going to be. It's going mm-hmm. to be one person. It's going to be very intimate. You're going to have a deep connection and, and potentially marriage and kids and that kind of thing. Right. Now that you've experienced this, are you exploring different ways of going about this? Or are you still, let, are you just open to like whatever lands I'm going to explore? Or are you specifically now you're like, okay, I thought maybe that was going to be a thing for me. It's not. I definitely know now this is my path. It's a blend. It's a blend. I finished reading that ethical slut book and I felt so overwhelmed. I was like, oh, okay. This is not me right now. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Um, and then I was thinking actually last week, like, why have I only had two relationships? Why? You know, I'm, I'm a 36 year old woman. Why have I only had so few? And, you know, this thought popped up of like, oh, you're terrified of divorce because of what your parents went through and all of the fights they had while they were married. So it's easier to be single than to mm-hmm, date. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, it's a protection. It's a defense mechanism. I respect this part of you, Joanna. Okay, let's go ahead and like put that down for now. And my thoughts going forward is that I really want to be two feet in giving this monogamy thing ago knowing it might change Mm -hmm. maybe 10 years or 15 years down the line it might open up into something else because i truly believe right now i don't think one person can satisfy all your sexual needs and rather than maybe divorcing and and having affairs and adultery and blah 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 what about that idea of opening it up and maybe trying something else because Honestly, it's, it's more about me. If I'm feeling like something is not being met sexually or in, in other areas, that's something I need to try and figure mm-hmm. out. It's mm-hmm. not my partner to figure that out right. for me. Yeah, but you do have to partner have a partner who's willing to meet you there. accompany you on yeah. that journey and, right. and be like, okay, I can't meet these needs for Joyna. Doesn't mean I don't love her. Doesn't mean I don't want to be with exactly. her. How can we as a couple? Because now you have committed, mm-hmm. right? to regardless of how it started out let's just say it starts out with like monogamous you're connected you get married or maybe you don't even have to get married but you're a partnership right right you've made a commitment to each other in that iteration mm-hmm. right and we all know that everybody evolves and this is kind of where divorce ends up coming is like people are evolving at different rates and mm-hmm. in different directions and some people don't have the patience to wait it out or whatever um Finding, it's very hard to find a partner in the beginning when you're in that sweet spot and and then go through like, okay, but what if things change? Like, are you, because now you're like in all of the what ifs of the world. Like, are you willing to accompany me on this journey knowing that maybe someday you can't meet all my needs? Like, how? I think the thing, honestly, Danielle, to be very, very vulnerable is that, I look at the world that it is right now and I really want to be with a person, just one person for the rest of my life and I don't believe it will happen. Oh. So maybe So you have to figure out a there. different version. Like if there was just one person that I could grow with and sexually and physically, emotionally, spiritually and all those levels be able to grow with that one person until the point I die. I would love that. That would be my happy mm-hmm. fairy tale kind of thing. But I've seen so much pain and divorce and suffering and people not making it work that I'm very skeptical of like, well, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. So, 
And this is totally past the online dating. Can, so I podcasters, know. you know, just yeah. hang in there with I us. I had a thought about that and that I, I wonder where a conversation with men will end up uh, going when it mm. starts in one place and how interesting it is that women end up more times than not in life partner questions or life partner conversations. Um, I, I, I want to read a poem. Is that weird? No, no, it's my have podcast. You, have you guys ever heard of the poem, The Invitation? No. <clears throat> by, Who is it written by? Her name is Oriah Mountain Dreamer. Oh, mm. shut up. Wow. Can you do it it's in right a, in a Italian accent? No, <laughs> she's not Italian. Um, so this is, this is big, you guys. All right. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for and if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have been opened by life, life's betrayals and have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving it to hide it or fade it or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let the ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, to be realistic, to remember the limitations of being human. It doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul, if you can be faithless and therefore trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it is not pretty every day, and if you can source your own life from its presence. I want to know if you can live with failure, yours and mine, and still stand at the edge of the lake and shout to the silver of the full moon, yes! It doesn't interest me to know where you live or how much money you have. I want to know if you can get up after the night of grief and despair weary and bruised to the bone and do what needs to be done to feed the children. It doesn't oh, interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or what or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so one of my yeah. teachers read that to me, one of my, my uh, Buddhist meditation teachers, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, that's what I want. I don't care what the package looks like, acts like, what it is, that's the connection I want. And with that, if that's what you want and that's that's definitely what i want we have to be able to offer it oh and and absolutely <sighs> absolutely uh, which is that's the hard part okay oh man two things i want to say that was so powerful thank you heather um that's actually my, it's my favorite 100 I, so yes <laughs> and 
I mean, that's um, heavy. That's super I, deep no, stuff. But, but here's what's interesting about that is just recently I met somebody and we had this crazy, it wasn't online, which of course, like I joined, right. I think you and I talked about this the other day because you met this Italian and I was like, oh my gosh, me too. And not Italian, but yeah. And I just want anyway. to say for the podcasters, from that point on, we're actually now just friends because we realized we're very well established in our own lives and it's a bit hard to try and make something work when yeah. you're really connected to your families and rooted in where you are. But mm. it was a very sweet, wonderful conversation to shift over. So anyway, keep going again now. That's hard for me to think about like one week of crazy, amazing connection and then you're like, oh. It's, that's like a Nicholas Spark movie. I was. I, I, I mean, I don't know where I don't he, know, I don't know where he lives, but that was a Italy. shift from. Oh, he lives in Italy. He's, he's yeah. Italian in Italy. Oh, yeah. Um, I so this person that I met recently, and we had this crazy connection, and there was a lot of stuff that I unpacked um, as as a result of this with him that mm. I was like, oh, this is interesting to me. This is something that I never thought was interesting to me, but I'm like super turned on by this. And you know, it just kind of kept opening and opening and opening. And there was a moment in which I wrote something. Like that? That was not as amazing as that, but it was the same sentiment. Yeah. And I literally, it was one of those things where I had this, it was just a stream of consciousness that I had and I just started writing and writing. So I never went back and edited it. I never made it sound amazing and fluffy. And and we talked about being vulnerable earlier. I actually, I was like, I I have to say that I just, I woke up and this, this all these thoughts were coming and it was very similar to what you just read and I sent it off and, and that felt very scary to me because I was sure. like, oh God, I don't even know this person. I can't believe I just told him, but it was, along that vein it was like it was not about defining what the structure of the relationship was right. but it was about finding somebody um and actually i let me correct that because i have and i i do need to work on this i need to unpack this a little bit but i do have a uh, a reaction against this whole white picket fence married 2.5 kids and like all of the stuff that I've tried twice now and it didn't work for me and and then when I say a reaction sometimes it's too far negative it's it's me just sure. like mm -hmm. I, I shouldn't be so judgmental against it it works for some people it didn't work for me and there's probably a ton of reasons why it's probably not the structure of that type of relationship as much as like my baggage and their baggage and whatever um but so so I'm a well aware that I tend to now trend toward the opposite of that. I'm like, give me crazy, give me mm. like uncommitted, well, give me like all of that. My, but that's after my marriage. It was like that. It just took you longer to get there. It took me longer <laughs> to get there, right? Like what you, I, what you did right after you got divorced yeah. is what I have done in the last almost two years or a year yeah. and a half or whatever. Um, after almost two years of the divorce. Now what I realize is now I'm coming back to what Joyna had talked about earlier, and that is, let me figure out what's important to me. Mm -hmm. The hard part of this is I feel like I'm very in touch with who I am. I'm very open to analyzing my mistakes and seeing what I can do better and seeing what I, you know, like all of the stuff and growing and learning who I am. Um, I... 
I don't know how another person fits into that. And I do feel often like more days than not within the week, a little on the sad side that I haven't figured out, is there, is there ever going to be somebody who can fit into that? Cause there are things that I miss. Mm. There are the, the embraces and the, like just even being able to like let my shoulders down for a moment and have somebody there to be like, to catch, hold me or, to or you know, you. all of this stuff. Totally, I don't want to go like, I'm just, well, but that, but, that's the vulnerable part. I, I mean, I feel those exact same ways, but to what you said earlier, Joyna, we don't know what we don't know. So right now, what I know is my current situation. And I'm the same way. I don't feel like I can see how another person fits into that. But I don't know what I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know if there is a person or persons in my life that somehow will will fit the need that I can't articulate. So what you're doing now, I think, from my perspective, is that you're just like, you're doing you, you do you, I'm right? And if something falls in your lap that fits within that, great. great. In the meantime, Joyna's I know got how a very to take care clear, of things. Right. Joyna's got a very, and I'm not saying that you're on some mission to find some person to complete you. I don't think that you're there, no. but you're very clear also what is in, in me, because in my, this is what I do in my life is I always try to fit a square peg into a round hole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to, you know, do like do, you know, design 101 and iterations and, and all of this stuff of like, who's that person, right? And only to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, that person doesn't fit today because I'm sure. Well, we're, so we're, everything's like, temporary. We're constantly changing who we are and what right. we're looking but for. But to tie that back around to the online dating conversation is like, you go online, you put in a profile and you put on whatever versions, of, whatever pictures you decide that are best represent who you want to be for mm-hmm, this person totally. to find you. Yeah. And you have all of, like, you've written all of this stuff, right? On Thursday. And then, you know, four Sundays from now, you, you know, you've had a big life event and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, that's, that's not who I am. And you're still attracting all of these people who don't really feel your energy or, you know, not to get woo woo, but like that's what happens when you walk into a room. So we've gone from the days where, you you know people go to a bar like they just go to a bar to pick up people and they hope they find their life partner and then we went through this like oh I don't want to just go into a bar that's just not my thing so I'm just going to go online Mm. but I don't I don't know that either one is worse than the other I don't think that there's anything wrong with online dating and here's why like we're such a hyper connected society now that it's just it's just the new bar and I used to I met my husband um my ex-husband at a bar and at a show around bands with the name stupid in them. <laughs> so I mean, it was like That's really obnoxious. Very, very poignant for your relationship. <laughs> but like I used to get really offended when people would be like, oh, you can't meet your partner in a bar. Like that's not real somehow. And you're like, hold on, let me prove you wrong. Yeah, hell yeah. That is my whole like life's goal is to prove yeah. them wrong. Yeah. But I feel like to people whom online dating works for, I don't want to belittle their experience by saying that it doesn't work in general or that that's not where you find real partners in quotations. Because maybe it's just not a place that I've been, maybe I don't go to bars, like the new bar of being online. That's just not my scene. But 
Um, and I've tried it. It's just not my scene. But I don't take anything away from anybody who is trying those things. If anything, I am uh, like obnoxiously curious. I want right. to know. I love dating shows. I love stories of people like that don't know each other coming together and is there chemistry, is there spark or seeing what obviously is not going to work. Um, I love that idea and maybe it's because I love love. You know, I know, sorry, I hate to say that, but <laughs> no, I've been accused. Don't delete, uh, delete. Don't wait, do Well, that. no, it's only because it's, it's, a, it's a pain spot for Danielle, but I have been accused as if it's something wrong of being in love with love. Like, what is wrong with that? And I only just realized, literally through this process, so I, you know, I can sit here and all day long I joke about, we talk about this many episodes in which Danielle's dating or, or, or all the stuff and I make jokes and I keep it very surface level. The truth is it's been an amazing experience for me because I have learned the same thing. I do, I, I do love love. Like, I don't, <laughs> it it's, it's very hard for me to say it, but it's true. It's, it's very true. And I think, I think most humans, men or women in any sort of sexual orientation and any, like in general, humans are meant to love, right? Totally. They're meant to love and be loved. And so that's great. I, as you were saying that I was, I got a thought came to my head and, and it was like, what's interesting. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. About this group of us right here is that we are kind of all in a similar path. We're, we're all single and, and, you know, we've done online dating and we've not done online dating and mm. we have different opinions, but... um. I think what's interesting is our verge, all of our versions are a little bit different of what, um, what is the, the situ the perfect situation and probably, and there's an argument to be said that neither, none of us probably even know what the answer to that totally. is, but it, it's, it's nice to know that there are options out there, right? And there are, um, I think we're probably lucky that we live where we do and that there's a tolerance for us to be able to try and figure out what that looks like for all mm. of us. You know, it might look like something different for you sure. than it does for me and then it does uh, for Joyna. Um, and how lucky are we that 
we can explore that. Um, yeah. And maybe how, I don't know how frustrating is it that we have options as well. Like some <laughs> Too many there options. are days where I'm like, oh my God, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. But back to one of the points that you made, I I don't remember what point it was, but I'm just going to go there. I met, I have two ex-husbands. We know this, right? This is um, another vulnerable place for me, but one I met in person and it was the craziest, craziest connection the second I met him um, for both of us. Same and the other person I met online, my other, ex, my second ex-husband I met online. And um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I can't, you know, they're different people and I think there's yeah. different experiences for me right now. The online thing is not working. I'm similar to you. I don't really have the bandwidth to like, if I had a personal assistant who could like mm. curate all the options for me, maybe, yeah. but in general, that's just not who I am. I'm the person who likes to walk into a place and I joke about it being, you know, McGuire's 11 o'clock. That's obviously you go there for a particular reason. It doesn't happen <laughs> very often, but um, in general, and I think all three of us feel the same way. It's like, we just walk into a room because we have a really amazing group of people that surround us both here at work and, and join it with your family and Heather with you and I out on like other social circles. And we're also just amazing women. Duh. And we're just kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seems to me the consensus is it's just kind of fun to have a personal connection with somebody who you're face to face with. And, and maybe that'll change. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. But. I mean, I'm at the place now with dating that my online dating would be um, first of all, if that poem could be my checkboxes, if there was a different mm-hmm. algorithm somehow. Mm. Um, but outside of that, I am probably at a place where if I was going to manufacture a meeting, which really online dating is manufacturing that, if I was going to manufacture that, I would want to do that through um, connections that I have. So if somebody wanted to, you know, I, I have someone that I want you to meet or something. Can I tell a funny story that Please. I was having my IUD replaced mm-hmm. two weeks ago. My doctor, I've been with her for oh 10 years. God. She's amazing. I, I told you the story. see huh? where this freaking story is going. <laughs> like she's like knee deep in my vagina with yeah. everything open. And she's like, so are you dating right now? <laughs> I'm like, seriously? And I'm like, mm, not right now. Why? Do you know someone? And she's like, I just might. Like, well, like, I'm on birth control. <laughs> we know, we know, you know my nothing. cervix is healthy. Yeah. Oh my God. That is awesome. I would, but I would now I really respect my doctor. I really, I love her. I love who she is. If are yeah, you going to call, like, call her up and be like, who's this person? Yeah, if you have somebody that you want me to meet, by all means, I would love that introduction. There needs to be a follow-up on that. All like, right. I so feel like that's I'll, your I'll do it through the, the Kaiser um, mail oh system. Gosh. I'm like, hey, yeah. Dr. Naomi. <laughs> oh, my God. that's. Do you have people who hook you up? I've tried it? Yeah, I've had a few people try to hook up, but... I kind of just like, oh, I kind of feel into it. And mm-hmm. I guess my thing going forward for me is instead of, I think for the longest time I've been, if you could use the metaphor of like being at a dance and waiting on the sides to be picked, oh. that's been my strategy for a very long time, unintentionally, of like, I hope somebody picks me. Oh my God, that and makes me want to cry. <laughs> but I mean, that's okay. That's fine. That's my journey in life of learning to shift from waiting to be picked to, 
picking. I'm going to pick you. Yeah. So now my strategy is like I'm being very, very aware of who I'm picking. And mm-hmm. when it doesn't work out to all the checkboxes that I want, saying, hey, you're a great person and I'm going to move on. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I, I wish I had more of that in me. I One thing I've realized is that all my life I've been very strong in most of most areas of my life. I've just, you know, I power through when things suck. I suck it up and I power it through and then I fall apart later. But right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, yeah, I, I'm, I know. but, and I've always been very disciplined in my work and everything, but I will say that, and back to your comment about I love love, I guess this is where I've gone is that we talk about, you t- actually, Joanna, you talked about having that um, intimate connection with somebody that you're having sex with, the more like emotional connection, mm-hmm. I guess. In this journey, what I've learned, this is so funny actually that I've learned this. I'm a two, like I can have sex with somebody two times and then I'm like, okay. Me too. We're either all in oh, or me all too. out. Because the third, the one, third is- one, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm, you're gonna, I'm, we're getting married. <laughs> The third one. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, is when the switch for the emotional yeah, connection. Yeah. I get there activated. at like two, and then like the post, like the cuddle <laughs> after. But then I'm like, you gotta get. It. I can feel it. Like when there's that after cuddle, I'm like, oh shit, for get me, out. For me, it's number. For me, it's number, for me it's number one. For me, really, and it's not an no, necessarily me. an all in thing. It's just I absolutely know, and it's like, yeah, no, that did not go the direction I wanted. I mean, wow. the last person I dated. Um, She's using quotes. Mm-hmm. I'm using quotes. Um, junk food sex. <laughs> no, it wasn't junk food sex. It oh, was better. I was coming off of the celibacy practice that I was doing, and um, and you all know him. Yeah. So, <laughs> God, she just went there on the podcast. Why I'm not, not? I'm not going in further. Um, Actually, he'd probably. I'm going to be totally vulnerable. It. Yeah, and he would be fine with it. He would totally be fine. Um, with it. it was. I decided this time around I don't want sex to be the driver I don't want that to be mm. that that key to unlocking the emotionality I want it to be something different yeah. and it's not like ooh, I'm gonna hold on and like be you know chased or something for a while it's that I I just really want to c-h-a-s-t-e thank you <laughs> <laughs> and I I just wanted something different yeah. and um and it was also a little scary because it's like when there is a connection, I'm like, what if we have horrible sex? That would be that oh for me God. is a it's a. a Remind it's me a, to tell you about the spreadsheet. <laughs> Keep going. What's the? It's a deal breaker. Like I'm sorry, but if we don't have good sex, I don't care how compatible we are in other parts of our life. Like that is really important to me to be sexually and physically compatible. And um, so it was a little bit scary, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, what if it sucks? But it was awesome. It was awesome. And surprising, <laughs> surprisingly. I wasn't it, there, by the way. It was, you could just read on her face. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's heard some I've stories. I've heard the story. <laughs> but there was, there was laughter and play and it was, it was so much, it transcended like what I thought that nervous first time is going to be. Mm. And so for all those reasons, like talk about dropping into your vulnerability. Yeah, It's like all of the, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on, I'm gonna be my perfect self in this first round. It wasn't there. It was so great that it's just, 
it was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, the relationship didn't end up working <laughs> in, in that particular right. path. Yeah, but but I think what's great about that whole thing is that that's your relationship with him, however long it landed lasted, was a really good example of two adults who like met connected went down a road that uh, didn't quite work for either one of you and then in evolved as opposed to broke up you know what i mean and they still have a relationship and they're still really great friends yeah. and they're still very open about like yeah like the communication there is is ridiculous it's incredible i mean we were able to talk about other relationships we're in it's, it's fantastic yeah. the two times for me is that i and tell me if this maybe it's me actually oh my god it just occurred to me it could be me <laughs> it's always Shit. about us um, for yeah. me, the first time having sex with somebody is usually not amazing. It's the, the second time and the third well, time, especially that's, that's because like you don't know getting... each other. Right. So that's what yeah. you said for you. It was your first when you're like, oh, I'm all in or I'm all out. For me, it's number two, because number one is kind of like a scratch. Like usually mm. the first time this. Oh, God. See, I started to go down a road and. I'm a chicken shit, whatever. One of these days I'm gonna be so vulnerable and I'm just gonna put it all out there, but I, I had to we pull that one We back, don't need right? more forbidden episodes. Let's, no, it wouldn't nothing, have been forbidden. But, but, but nothing's I was, stopping you right now. Right, I know, except, you. except me. I can't, but I agree, I, I agree. And I think maybe the first time, at least in my experience, the first time always being not awful, but just not awkward. very good, awkward, yeah. is that I'm very much in my head. Totally. Okay. Well, yeah, and probably totally. he is as well. What is he thinking? I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. Oh, like I pulled his pants. Oh, God, okay. So that's what's going. Okay, all right, hold on. And he smells different than all the other people I've been with. Okay, <laughs> I know. There's so many You're right. It is true. Totally on. in this, your head. The one person that I have been with in the last couple of years that I will say unequivocally has been the best sex I've ever had in my life was not great the first time. And honestly, after the first time I was like, eh, I remember telling my girlfriends, I will probably never see him ever again. <laughs> yeah. And since then, two years later, it it has, and I, if I were to be honest, which I hate to be about this particular topic, but. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there is a lot of emotion in it for me. There is definitely a connection between the two of us and a lot of different levels. I am, I will be honest, way more con connected emotionally than mm -hmm. he is. Mm -hmm. But I've also, I'm very aware that like we're on the same page in certain areas and not the same page in certain areas. So we probably will never be, he will never be the one. But anyway, until the one shows up, I'm going to mm -hmm. say it. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great time. I'm going to go back to the spreadsheet. Why am I going to the spreadsheet? Because I was saying something about, um, sex also <laughs> also something i'd like to put in you yes. know as a placeholder for the next podcast is i'm really curious about the men's perspective on the first yes time. totally and so actually he's been married yeah but okay we're gonna like he's like he's looking he's mad <laughs> he's mad it might be he's interesting like, <laughs> it might it might be really nice okay just, so we're gonna have okay i'm Buka, we're we're on the podcast, okay? And I'm going to tell you something. Come closer, come closer, just for one second, and then what? We just had an episode with the woman's perspective of dating, online dating versus personal dating. Now I know that this is not an area of your life that you're in right now, <laughs> and it was there. Were, we dug a little bit deeper into like polyamory and monogamous and all of the kind of stuff. Yes, the follow up episode is going to. <laughs> 
the dude's perspective. Um, and we need a player. Do you want to play? I know that you're not dating right now, but um, you're an adult male who probably has a perspective about dating and polyamory versus monogamy and all of online versus in-person connections. I haven't dated in 30 years. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking that it would be interesting that you and Andy uh-huh. would be the follow-up. Are you interested? You could say oh, no. It's I okay. I think it'd be hilarious. All right. Great. Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be right. awesome. There we go. Stay tuned. Part two with Vuka and Andy. Dating in the 80s. <laughs> that works. It was still dating. <laughs> they were writing pen pal letters. <laughs> Are you guys almost done? We're almost done. I think so. We are almost done. The wine's gone. Yeah. There's more wine across the street. Like, all right. Wants to go. We're going. <laughs> Um, the spreadsheet I was going to, we were talking about sex and yeah. basically, so last week I was talking with Catherine Keller on the episode and she's a spreadsheet girl. Like I'm a her whole life girl. is a spreadsheet girl. So she, you know, for quick summary, she talked about how like having three, your top three requirements for your dating. Okay. For the next person that you're trying to find, like mm. whatever that is for everybody, like you should, like there's three things that if this person, the next person that you potentially are dating doesn't meet these three requirements, toss them, don't toss them aside. Right. Obviously he's a human, but, but say thank move you on. Next. Yeah, yes, thank exactly. You next. Mm -hmm. So I'm Look just going to him. put this out there and here's, <laughs> this is my vulnerable <laughs> moment. I will be honest and say that until recently, meaning in the last couple of years, last two years after, like when I finally got off of the, um, I don't want to see anybody because I had these terrible relationships. Sure. Sex was not a priority for me in my life. And none of my relationships, although I can't, I have had great relationships in my life in which sex was a great thing, that was never a priority to me. Both relationships, there was a point in which both partners were like, basically, Danielle's not interested enough for this to be a viable relationship in sex. And they both manifested in different ways. What's interesting is I went through this process with Catherine and basically what she had me do is go through like my biggest relationships in my life, my most important relationships. And so there were about eight or 10 people that, that I kind of dove into pros and cons out of the top three. So she went through and she did the matrix and all the bullshit. And mm. there's three characteristics that came up that are most important for Danielle in 2019 for her next relationship and good sex was the top of the list. So how does somebody go for 45 years where sex doesn't, like, it's not even important. Like, I didn't put any value on it. All it was for me was a thing that I was supposed to do. To That's sad. That is one of the most important things for me. Well, I think that's, I, that. I think that's a great, um, I don't even, wouldn't even call that an evolution. I would call that like a waking up. I agree, an awakening. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I, the, it is such, I mean, for me, it is such a part of the intimacy. It is not intimacy. Sex is, for me, not love. It is not those things. But without that, it's companionship. It's friendship, which there that's wonderful in of itself. But adding that extra layer of physicality um, is extremely important to me in a relationship. Extremely. If there is that, what's why I said, if there is not good sex, 
I don't care about the rest of it. We'll just be friends then. We can be friends, yeah. but we're not going to be partners because there there isn't that sort of deeper level of intimacy together. Which brings me back to a question to Joyna. Like, why can't you have a partner in all of the ways except sex and then go... I'm not saying, I'm not even advocating that this is what I need, but it's definitely a possibility. It's like, what what if you have partners that fulfill different needs, right? So mm. you have a person who's either you're like, what, for whatever reason, you're not on the same sexual page, right? How do you navigate? And this can be a, like, we don't have to talk about this today because this could be a whole other opposite episode, but like back to the polyamory yeah. conversation, how do you navigate respectfully with integrity Fuck you, Mr. Big, because you have no integrity because you ghosted Joyna. That he really did. He really did. How do you navigate that? I feel like that. Well, part of it. Other conversation. No, but part of it ties back into something I said a lot earlier: is that the things that we want, we have to be able to give. And Mm. I know myself right now. I can't do it either. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Like right now, oh. if my, let's say, let's say I found an amazing person and we just hit it off like sexually and emotionally, spiritually, like everything just matching up like, oh, this is good. And then let's say 15 years from now or something, I'm like, you know, I want to shake up the sex thing and I want to be with somebody else. I have to first feel like I'm willing to give that give to that, that person. Why can't the first question be, we have to shake sex up, and so let's try something no, different can. together. Oh, I think I think I would totally would do that. I'd be like, let's go to these, you know, um, um, Karma Sutra, like meditation thing. Let's, let's try all <laughs> so these different funny. Let's try all these different things. I would and be I like, why can't too- we just go to a different bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, all these different things too. I mean, you know, for me, actually, I really, Let's yeah. go vulnerable. Let's go TMI in a way. I really like having sex in the woods. I love. I talked about my vagina being open to my doctor. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did have sex in the woods in fucking Petaluma. Wow. I'm Recently. That was, Sebastopol. that was brave. That was brave. Because I know a lot of people in Sebastopol. It was freaking hot. But I wonder. Hot, hot. I'm kind of curious. Thank is you. Part of sex in a way for me is being able to tap and connect into myself mm-hmm. like to really enjoy that this this goes energy. to age i think as you mature for women as you mature and you age you start letting go of all the other bullshit and you're like i you get a little selfish i guess which we would actually it's sad actually it, this is, is very thing, though, sad that yeah, we would say a man is selfish and we're just say we're we're looking about out our I, i'm going to give one up for the men right now a lot of a lot of years up until our forties, Joanna's not quite there yet. Almost we've been like, dudes are so selfish, dudes are so selfish. Now we're learning to like have sex in a way that pleases us and tell people what makes us feel good and all of that. And we're trying not to say that it's selfish, but it's the same thing. So I'm giving one up to the guys right now. It's like we're learning how to be a dude. Yeah. <laughs> like I I just really like as we get older, we start learning what how important it is for us to feel good. And so then we try and figure out what that means. It usually means batteries, extra batteries. <laughs> That's what it's meant for me. <laughs> I feel like we should, Joanna has something to say, but then I want to Something kind of and then I'll just kind of wrap it up. But like I read this book a while ago about just like what are women meant to kind of like reconnect with and what are men meant to reconnect with. And again, take it or leave it however you want. But for women, it's almost like there's this gaping hole in our sexuality of like, hundreds of years of being abused and raped Mm. and you know just things just not being 
respected. And so now we're in a period of like reclaiming our sacred womb space in a way of like, yes. I mean, like Italian, wonderful Italian guy. When we first decided to go down that route, I put a pause and said, this is my sacred yoni space and I'm oh. welcoming you into it. But I claimed it. <laughs> did you say it. that out loud? I did. Oh God. I did of like, <laughs> I, I tried so something much. different of like, this is mine. Yeah. And I'm inviting you in. It's not, And you what was his response? It. He was very humble and said, thank you. Thank you for letting me. Thank you. Let me put my penis in you. Right. I mean, of course, I'm not going to happen every time. But the point is, like, this is my space that I'm allowing you into. And for men, the concept is reconnecting with their heart. You know, they have two heads. They have their head here, Mm -hmm. and then they have their penis head, and there's nothing in between. Right. And so it's like, how can men reconnect almost with their emotions and their feelings so that they have even better sex? What a great jumping off point, too. Part two, we need to write that down. Buka and Andy, how do men reconnect with their hearts? Right. If they do. I'm wrapping this one up right now, (laughs) ladies. Thank you, Joyna. And thank you, Heather. This was fun. That bottle of wine wasn't nearly big enough, but I think we did a good job. Next time we'll do two. All right. I cannot wait to finish this conversation off air. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.